welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. In episode 23 of The Happy Writer, I'm going to talk a bit about book length, about what is a novel and a novella, how long your book should be, and how you can optimize book length for sales. First of all, let's have some definitions. I'm going to use the definitions as I used for the traditional industry by the science fiction writers of America. According to them, flash fiction is anything under 2,000 words. A short story is anything up to 15,000 words. They make a further designation between a short story and a novelette, which is the top end of that range from between about 7,500 to 15,000. A novella is anything from between 15,000 and 40,000 words. Anything over that is defined as a novel. However, most novels that sell well these days are a bit longer, especially in the print industry and especially in science fiction and fantasy. There was a time that pulp fiction was popular around the 50s and 60s. They were crime and mostly science fiction novels. Those were quite often fairly short novels at about 50,000 words and were designed to be quick reads. Something like The Lord of the Rings on the other side of the spectrum is probably about 700,000 or 800,000 words. When a reader buys a book that is marketed as a novel, they would expect at least 40 or 50,000 words. In Kindle pages, this would be somewhere in the 100 to 200 pages range. Most readers also don't look very much at how long a book is. Also, if readers mention in their reviews that a book was too short, this could also be an indication that they enjoyed it and that it was over before they realised it. If a reader complains that a book is too long, you might want to cut out some boring bits. The perception of length is highly flexible. But in most genres, anything under about 50,000 words can be a hard sell, unless it's specifically marketed like that. Especially in science fiction, but also in romance, shorter works can do quite well. They can be placed in series of quick reads. But a book that's 20,000 words long is not a novel and should not be marketed as such. So, how long should your book be, and then how should you sell it? The correct answer, of course, is that a book needs to be as long as the story needs to be. But if we're going to be less snarky, we might acknowledge that there are several strategic decisions that you can take that are about length. In the first place, when you're planning a series, make sure that all the books are roughly the same length. If your first book is a novella, you better make them all novellas. If your first book is a novel and you find the second is only a novella, you better beef up the second book or make the first book shorter, or divide it into two books to keep the length even. The important part is that you train your readers on what to expect. If your first book was a novel, and the second is much shorter, 
then you're going to get a lot of complaints. If the first book was really short and then later books are much longer, you may have trouble getting people into your series that you actually want them to read. Novellas, short reads and long novels have different audiences. You don't want to mix them. A book, of course, is as long as it needs to be, but that doesn't mean that you can't change sections of it to suit the length you have in mind. You can add characters, you can create certain rest points in the book where you can potentially break it into two, tie up some threads so that it's a satisfying experience and then continue with the main story in the next book. This is a great way of hooking people into a series. If you want to expand your book, you can add an extra point of view character or bring forward a plot point you were saving for a later volume. The important part is that when you have a series, all the books are of similar length because otherwise it becomes very hard to market and very hard to produce different formats. Novellas don't make very satisfying audiobooks, for example, especially if you are exclusive to Audible and you ignored my warnings about this. A listener on Audible will look for a way to spend their credit and they are going to spend it on the longest book possible. Short audiobooks can do quite well in libraries, but if you're exclusive to Audible, your audio won't be in libraries. If you have books of different lengths, people are going to be disappointed or confused. A novella also doesn't make a very good print book. There is a limit to the number of pages you can put in a print book, and even before that, the book becomes so thin that you won't be able to put the title on the spine. It will just look silly. In order to have a novella in print, you probably need to bundle it with another novella, which is great if you have a series of novellas, because you can bring them out in print as a collected edition. But unless you also bring them out as ebook, this will confuse a lot of retailers and will mess up the recommendation algorithms. In my experience, it is best to have all books out in as many different formats as possible and not to mix and match. What should you charge for books of various lengths? I can only tell you what I do, but I think the price should reflect the length of the book and in that case you will probably run into trouble on the higher end of the spectrum and I will talk a little bit about that after this. In the first place, you'll probably want to sell short stories for 99 cents. I don't bother selling short stories at all. I give them away and then like to include them in collections or use them for multi-author anthologies. A novella I usually sell for 2.99. Some people may think that this is too much and sell it for 99 cents. That's fine. You can do that. But it is at the 2.99 mark that you get the full 70% royalty on most platforms that penalize you for selling short works. And if you sell something for 99 cents, you can't ever discount it. Anything from between 40,000 words to about 60,000, I will sell for 3.99. This is just an arbitrary figure that reflects the length because it's still a reasonably short novel. Books between 60,000 and 80,000 I will sell for 4.99 and anything over that for 5.99. Now, I stress that this is my pricing schedule and you can do it differently depending on your preference and the genre you're in. 
But what would you sell a book of 200,000 words for? You could, of course, try to sell it for $7.99 or $8.99, and some people do this. However, in the world of self-published fiction, readers have become quite sensitive on the high end of the pricing range. Traditionally published books can be as much as $14.99, but Amazon also punishes us for pricing our books more than $9.99 by dropping our royalty from 70% to 35%. So it makes no sense to price books that high because you'll get less money for a sale. But on the other hand, if your book is almost twice the length of another book that you're selling for $4.99, and that is, say, 75,000 words, then you may feel a little bit disappointed about not being compensated for the extra length and time you put in. We frequently get new writers in writing groups who are wondering whether their book of 180,000 words is too long or just mention it in passing that the book is that long. Is that too long? As I said, in traditional publishing, fantasy books very often went over higher word counts than that. But they are also sold at much higher prices. If you pay $14.99 for a book, regardless of what the author or the publisher gets, it had better be worth it. As self-published author, you're stuck with a book that's 180,000 words and you feel the most you can charge for it is $5.99. That doesn't seem fair to people who are selling 50,000-word books for $3.99. I have run into that problem only once before, before I realised what the solution was. A number of years ago, when I was still submitting to traditional publishing, I needed to quickly write a novel because I wanted to enter it in an application for a workshop. I had this grand fantasy idea about an ice world in a dystopian setting where magic is the result of an ancient civilization, And it would take the characters a fairly long time and a desperate war to understand what is going on. I started with the first book, but very soon realised that the story I had started was not going to fit in the allocated 80,000 words. At that time, I had not sold the novel to a publisher, and it was highly recommended that your first book be about that length. Well, the solution was easy. I turned the story into three books. I found some points in the story where a certain aspect of it was finished and where the characters moved on to the next part, often prompted by a change in setting. Think of the three-act structure. This turned out to be one of the best things I've done. Rather than trying to cram the whole story into one book, I got three books and got to explore much more of the world and add more interesting characters. I could possibly have fitted the entire story in about 150,000 words, but instead it ended up being 270,000, and it's a much more satisfying story as a result of this. Because there are three books in the series, it is also much easier to market, because I can give the first book away for free, and then have two further books to make the sales. So this is exactly what I usually recommend to a writer who comes to a group with a book that is 150,000 words or longer. Of course, the first question needs to be whether the book actually needs to be that long. But books don't always get better if you shorten them. Sometimes you can also lengthen them. 
include more vivid description and a few more interesting characters, and it becomes a better book. So I tell those writers to find some points where they can break the book, potentially in sections of about 60,000, and then sell each of those for $3.99 and make the first one 99 cents or free. This also immediately gives you your first series. We all know that series are much easier to market. There are some people who will tell you that fantasy books are always long and that readers have come to expect this. But I invite those people to look at the self-published books that are available in the genre. Sure, you will find some that are really long, but you will also find many that are much shorter. All readers are different. If someone pays $3.99 for a book, they don't mind that it's not a doorstopper. If someone buys the latest fantasy by a big-name author and it's only 60,000 words, then they will be upset because they've just spent $10 for it. It's all about creating an expectation. If you do make your book a trilogy, make sure that you make all the books roughly the same length and that you charge the same price for all of them except the first book. Then they can't possibly complain about the first book that's 99 cents or free, and then they already know that it's the first book and how long the series is going to be, so they can decide whether they want to pay 3.99 for the rest. That will really depend on the quality of your book. Then you can also collect the books into a box set at the end and you have another product to sell, for which you can also jack up the price to $8.99 or $9.99 while still under the $9.99 price cap and look like you're giving people a good deal at the same time. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen.com.